Welcome to the Agoracom Podcast, where investors discover great small cap companies. Thank you for taking Agoracom with you and make sure to follow our podcast. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorkom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news. For those of you who understand the global wastewater treatment and the global water supply issue that we're facing right now, you're going to love this interview with Howie Honeyman. He's a CEO of Ford Water Technologies, trades in Canada under FWTC. Uh, the global water and wastewater treatment market right now is a $285 billion in 2021, projected to $500 billion by 2030. And that's because right now over 40% of the global population resides in regions that we've marked as critical water stress, under critical water stress. Enter Ford Water Technologies. They're saving the Earth's water supply, literally, by using their patented Ford Osmosis technology. We'll talk about that a little bit in a second. The most important thing is to know that they're founded. This isn't just a whim and some technology off the shelf. The company is founded by Green Center Canada, a leading tech innovation center supported by the government of Canada. So they're commercialized their, their, their technology towards industrial users to, to reduce water consumption by up to 90%. They're not coming after you and I at home. This isn't B2C. This is, this is B2B. And more than just lip service, they've got some major initiatives already out there. Over 30 NDAs signed with lithium extraction companies, lithium companies around the world. That's that's unbelievable. Uh, and they've also got uh, exclusive licensee in India. They've also got an uh, initiative in the food and beverage space where the government has given them over $100,000 grant uh, to use a technology there in the food and beverage space. So they're not just talking the talk, they're walking the walk. In today's press release, they announced the completion of a tech license with Fujifilm. Uh, Corporation. Howie, welcome back, my friend. Good to be here, George. Good to be here. Hey, I see Fujifilm and I ask myself, is that the Fujifilm? So who is Fujifilm and what are you licensing from? Yeah, so really interesting. You're right. This is the Fujifilm. This is the Fortune 500 company, multinational corporation with uh, branches in all over North America, Europe, Asia, the rest of the world. Um, Yeah, big, big, huge company. Um, they're a diversified company, as many Japanese large corporations are, and they do many, many things. So, you know, they 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 made uh, obviously a lot of film uh, uh, back in the day when people took photographs, and they expanded their business, and that's you know that's their that's their uh, their business platform. But they're also, um, as I said, diversified, and they're in water treatment, and so they have a division that uh, uh, provides products for water treatment such as reverse osmosis, ultrafiltration, and 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 the like. Um, so they're very familiar with it. And because they're a large uh, company that is advancing a lot of tech, different technologies, they have a very, very strong and deep R&D uh, program as well. And uh, they have done some advancements in the field of forward osmosis. And we became- you're, you're in that field. So you're both in that same field. Yeah. What are you licensing from them that's you know making you stronger? What how is it this came together? And I also want you to address the fact that it couldn't be easy to get this license because they're Fortune 500. They don't just hand out licenses to George Calm Water Treatment, right? So you know what do you what 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 are you getting from yeah. them? So so you're absolutely right. But what they what they had done in their own independent research program had 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 viewed Ford Osmosis as a very viable 
commercial platform. And on top of that, they had um, uh, discovered, invented, I guess, um, uh, proven out some 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 of the basic chemistry used to drive the forward osmosis process, very similar to what we did. And we, you know, we came we became aware of that intellectual property, and knew that it would augment our approach into the commercial space. So you know, that's our first discovery. Um, and then uh, we humbly approached Fujifilm and who were initially quite receptive to listening to us. I, I have to you know, compliment and uh, where it's due. And they uh, took the decision that we were advancing a technology that they had a proprietary piece of um, or could do so cooperatively. We were not competing with them because they were not into this. And this was an avenue to enable the commercialization of something that they would otherwise leave on the shelf. And at least that's our thinking that behind their behind their opinion. And with due and cautious negotiation, we found a pathway through that was of mutual benefit to both companies. We could take their technology, add it to our own platform, and become a better commercializable forward osmosis process to to the to the globe. And so their tech, their intellectual property or patents complemented our intellectual property and patents, and that allowed us to put together a better commercial offering without competing against uh, uh, Fujifilm. So they uh, and and they how, hold on. it couldn't be easy to get that license, right? Can we talk about that? The, do you think this is almost I don't want to call it third party validation, but clearly they must have looked at what you have. Yeah. Said, hey, this is this is a worthy partner for us here, as opposed to George Com licenses, George Com lithium. Uh, sorry, water water treatment that just has some well, filter on, a, two, on the end of a block. There's two levels right? there. There's two levels there, George. One is independently, their scientists and engineers came to the conclusion that this technological technological approach had a lot of commercial viability, and secondly because they were not going to follow that commercial path with their own business because they've got their own activities. They saw us as a, a, a way of, of leveraging their own IP as a way to get into the commercial space. So we became the vehicle to deliver to the commercial world nice. while and using, using their technology. But the validation comes in the fact that they, they put money and invested into these patents because they saw the value of them and we're an, and we can, we're an applications pathway for them. So there was a, a mutual benefit for us here, and you know, we bring our IP to the to the table. Our IP, we believe, is very strong. Uh, it defines the field. We think adding the Fujifilm IP makes it even stronger. And not only is it a stronger intellectual property position, but from a defense position, if somebody decides for whatever reason that they could infringe against us, we're a small company with limited resources to respond. Right. Um, I think they would have a second thought if they realized that they might be in violation of Fujifilm's IP. So yeah, that, so we think that's, that's just, powerful, right? Yeah. That they, they now they're they'd be infringing on a, on on your combined patent at the end of the day, and correct. Fuji has the power to say, "Ah, uh -uh, George Com, that's ours." Yeah, and I, and I think that I think that's a very defensive position for us, but it also validates a third party, as you said, that this technology's really got. Um, uh, commercial viability behind it. And and I think that's exciting for us. It's really nice when somebody comes out and says, yes, we did the science and engineering independently of you. And we think that pathway is really valid. And so it was really quite a, uh, quite a unique situation. 
And I, I just compliments to Fujifilm Corporation as a whole, very open-minded, willing to negotiate. I think um, we came to a very mutually beneficial yeah. uh, endpoint and uh, very exciting. And I think it's impressive. Uh, yeah. Uh, a little bit of a, a little bit of an elephant in a mouse story, but uh, uh, works out well. Now they wouldn't be a competitor, which is awesome. They're going to strengthen your global IT IP, which is awesome. Here's the reach that I'm going to ask for: is is there any chance that because they are Fujifilm, Fortune 500, you know, all these Japanese companies have multiple, multiple tentacles and divisions and so on globally? Is there any chance they actually might become? a lead generator for you? I mean, I don't think they're going to be an active lead generator. It sounds like you guys signed some kind of a JV, but is there a chance that Fuji might, you know, they, they know a lot of people well, that they might say, Hey, you got to talk to Ford water. Yeah. Let's, let's, okay. So let's, let's be perfectly clear. I cannot and do not speak for Fuji film corporation, of course. but I think there's some, I think there's some synergies here. So Fuji does manufacture membranes. Um, as an example, they do have a water treatment business. And they do have a vested interest in the IP that they supported that we're now going to use. I think if Forward Water and when Forward Water becomes commercially um, uh, self-funding, can you know grows the business to where I think it will go, uh, you know multiple tens of millions of dollars in annual revenue, if not beyond that. I mean, I think there's a really good opportunity for us to do that. I think we become a more interesting partner for Fujifilm at that point, and if they had a willingness. We would certainly engage in that type of conversation. Um, I, and again, I don't speak for them, but uh, again, I, I, they have been to date an excellent and honest and open partner. So I can only see positive things coming out of it. Yeah, and I like the way you said that, that you still got to prove yourselves a little bit. And if you got there, that would definitely open up the possibility of conversation with Fujifilm. Say, hey, given what we've done, we're self-sustaining. You know, do we uh, do we talk more about this? I, I love that answer because a lot of CEOs just jump on. And say, of course, Fujifilm would do that. And that's <laughs> not necessarily that's not necessarily the case. So, talk about commercialization. Look, up until every interview we've done up until now, it's it was seven, then fourteen NDAs. Now you've got over thirty NDAs yep. in in the lithium space alone. Yep. Uh, can you give us an update on where you are? With with, yeah, the lithium, sure. with the lithium companies because that's obviously we've talked about this in the past. Yep. That's the vertical so, that's being driven the hardest because of just global factors and yeah. your beneficiary. How's that looking? So so just for background for everybody, you know, we're still focused on the ability to treat wastewater brine management, but it turns out in capturing the lithium from underground aquifers, there's also a significant component of brine management, which is what we do, and there's an enormous uh, uh, you know, velocity for companies getting into that space. I think everybody's aware of it. Demand for lithium is going to outstrip the supply for a long time. And a lot of it is going to come from underground aquifers, which again, require all this brine management on top of what's called DLE process or direct lithium extraction steps. And when we reach out to these companies and say, hey, we can help with the overall process trade because we do this and this is why we fit, we normally almost without exception, get a sign up. So this is where the NDAs are coming from. All of these companies, large and small, um, have this need and we're finding huge traction in it. And yeah, recently it, the, the, it just ballooned um, up to you know over 30 NDAs in place. Unbelievable. And many of those companies we are exchanging samples with, and these are, these are small, call them real estate play companies, you know, still significant for us, but large multinational global mining companies as well. So not small, only small companies. Some of these are the really big players as well. And we're exchanging samples from their reserves. 
We're doing the analysis. We're telling them how our technology would actually work um, with physical, physically, actually physically tested samples. And that leads to the next level of engagement, which is engineering trials, which ultimately will lead to field pilot trials is what we're, we're aiming at. But because we have 30 and we're a small team, we're focused on, we're gonna focus right now on the ones that we think we can close as sure. quickly as possible. So we're gonna narrow that down to a five or six, you know, uh, uh, best case scenarios, and then narrow that down even further to maybe two or three, where we believe we can pull this across the line. But we just, my uh, Grant Thornley, our VP of sales and engineering, was just down in, in Chile at a conference called Expoman. Um, we had big, meetings- By the way, big lithium, big lithium uh, country for those who are big, aware of that. Yeah huge part of the lithium triangle, but we had uh, requested meetings from some of the larger mining companies like Cadelco, um, where where the water wow. demand in Chile is not only driven by lithium, but also by the sort of established copper mines. And so we're seeing traction because of all the water restrictions in Chile and in many places. So we see, we see not only the lithium, but that region becoming a really fruitful place for us to, uh, to look at. And, and so there's more than just lithium down there for us. And um, some of these, you know, Cadelco, when I looked them up, uh, $20 billion a year revenue uh, copper miner, um, pretty exciting to have them reach out to us through EDC, one of the government agencies, and say, we'd like to speak to this forward water technologies company. Um, so really exciting things uh, for us down in Chile, including the lithium as well. Did, and is that that's just more third-party validation at the end of the day, right? That's just more third-party validation that you've got big companies who are saying, we're interested. I, no, look, you and I both know until the check yeah, yeah. Uh, is in the bank, bank. you don't have any deals. <laughs> not but, over, that's right. But at the same time, the law of average, the law of big numbers says over 30 NDAs, more NDAs keep coming in. I, I think, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, it's probably going to continue to accelerate because lithium is just going at a, a breakneck yeah. speed now around the world. Yeah. Is it I fair to say that on the balance of probabilities, you should have one or two deals done before the end of the year? I know you're probably not going to say, but I got to ask you anyways, you know, is there, <laughs> it's, it's probably, it's probably well, a fair bet. Yeah. My, my, my sales guys will look at the numbers and say, yeah, you know, if we've got 30 opportunities. We should be able to close one, two or three. Right. Um, my responsibility is to make sure the money goes in the bank. So maybe I can, I'm a, I'm a little bit, I'm going to push that bar higher. And I say, you know, we need ink on paper. So, and I think that's a very healthy relationship, by the way, right? Like that's exactly the way that it should be. And, and so I think, I think we've got enthusiastic uh, sales and marketing through, through, you know, lead person doing it, Grant Thornley. Um, and he's bringing in these opportunities and I think we're going to be able to close on them. And what he and I will do, we'll fine tune the opportunities to the, to focus on the ones we think we can close on and get that contract signed and get the money in the bank. But going, wanted to go back a little bit on, yeah, we keep getting all this interest. I think it validates the fact that there is a huge water stress, the, the opportunity is there. So there really is a demand for water treatment technologies in the way that we do this, low energy input, uh, low carbon footprint, right? And return water back around for reuse. When you have all those things and the environmental demands, Bring those together, you really create a, an economic opportunity that I think we're we're satisfying the need for. And by the way, Howie, for a lot of people who are new to the story, because more and more people are just going to be introduced to your story, uh, people can be watching this two or three months from now that haven't even discovered forward water yet, right? Um, what's a ballpark range 
of potential deals that you're working on. I want to give people a good indication. Sure. It's not you're not installing a $200 water filtration system somewhere. No, these these are large engineering projects that require you know significant capital completion. So, and and that has two ramifications. So these things will typically be anywhere in the in the low many hundreds of thousands of dollars is up to you know the high many tens of millions of dollars. We're kind of focused on the range where we're looking at a uh, a two to five million dollar project range because we we believe we can deliver to that. We believe that's got utility uh, in in the field on a <clears throat> first commercial basis. So so that's 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 one thing to consider. And the other thing to 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 consider is these are significant sales cycles. We go in and we contact, we find the opportunity. They have to, the customer or potential client has to teach us about what they need. We have to learn that how teach them how our technology applies to their uh, needs go through samples exchanges and we're getting towards the end of that and when we submit proposals we've closed all that work off and we're at that point now last week we just put a proposal in in a client's hands um and that's after months of discussion right and what i want to make sure people understand is we don't get somebody knocking on our door and saying hey sell me a machine we have to do the legwork to tell them why right. they need the machine, make sure it fits. And no two so customers been, alike, pretty much. Right, and and exactly. So so we do a lot of back, uh, a lot of computer modeling, a lot of sample testing, a lot of validation of the technology prior to getting to the point where we hand in a final proposal or or re even receive an RFQ from a from a client. But we are at that stage now, and that's the, those are the opportunities we're going to focus on where we're actually advanced far enough. People could just sign, check the box, and say, yeah, let's move forward. Man, what I love about Ford technologies, Ford water technology, guys, this is just my opinion. You know, when every new industry goes through a paradigm shift, whether it was computer chips 30 years ago or you know, whatever industry, you always have these derivative companies, these derivative technologies, because people are so focused on, for example, lithium, right? That very few people are going to be focused on the water treatment for lithium brine. Uh, but there's a potential here, just a potential. That's what I like. And Guys, there's no financial advice, there's no projections going on for me, but there's a potential here to have to build this really great derivative company uh, that you know people are going to wake up one day, but they say, "Wow, who are these guys?" It's almost like Intel inside, right? It, uh, inside of every laptop. So Ford Water could almost be Ford Water inside inside George Com Lithium, and that's what I love about yeah. what you potentially might be doing. Yeah, I mean, you know, we've got a lot of opportunities here in Lithium because of the brine management. But all of that experience and all of that uh, uh, client development is going to make us educated and better to serve the wastewater clients as well. So it it's portable information. You know, it's all brine management. We do it in lithium. We can do it in wastewater. We do it in beverage production. We can do it, you know, in all sorts of other industrial applications. Uh, so it's it's for us. It's just it's it's. Um, as much as it is a commercial opportunity, it's also a way to grow the company across all sorts of different sectors. Yeah, and that's we'll leave with that because otherwise we could talk about it for another 20 <laughs> minutes. But if first of all, if we just ended the interview there, that was it. You had nothing else going on. That's all company maker stuff that we're talking about. That's mega company potential maker stuff we're talking about. But you know, you've also got India you're working on. You've got food and bev that you're working on where you potentially going to replacing you know, the concentration methods with your methods, you got a hundred thousand dollar grant that says you yep. might on be on to something. So again, it's not just you throwing spaghetti at a wall to seeing what sticks. So that's a great thing about your tech. It's so versatile. Uh, and we're only just scratching the surface. So I can't wait to have you back 
Howie, but in the meantime today, congratulations, man. I know from being in this business for 25 years, it's no easy feat to get Fujifilm to even just return your phone call, let alone have a meeting with you, let alone get to a technology license agreement. So man, well, hats off to you yeah. and your team, buddy. Well, I, you know, I just, if, if it ever ends up, hats off to my colleagues at Fujifilm, both in the U.S. offices and the offices, you right. know, uh, being open-minded and, and willing. And I can't say enough about them. Yeah, listen, the great, great partner. Uh, and at the same time, they recognize great potential technology said, hey, we definitely oh, yeah. warrants this if warrants. No one's gonna do a deal if there's nothing there. Yeah. For yeah, sure. yeah. There, listen, yeah. if I call up your colleagues right now and said, Hey, Howie told me to give you a call, they'd take yep. my call and they'd be nice guys and gals about it. But then they say, Hey George, we have nothing to talk about in terms of licensing. So yep. if we see it one day at Howie's for a barbecue, great, but we gotta go. We got business to do. <laughs> These are serious people at the end of the day. So the fact that they yep opened the door, had the conversations, and led to this. That's awesome on behalf of both of you. Congratulations to both of you guys. Thanks very much, George. Yep. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform, to Howie Honeyman, CEO at Forward Water Technologies, trades in Canada under FWTC. Guys, there's no doubt about it, unless you've been hiding under a rock somewhere, we know that uh, the globe is under pressure in terms of its water supply, and it needs to be better managed, better taken care of, better treated. And Ford Water Technologies has already got 30 NDAs uh, with major lithium companies, uh, grants from the government on their technology. So they're on to something. All you got to do is start your due diligence, do that on Gorecom, take a look at their profile page there. And then once you're satisfied with what you've got, because we know that this is new technology, Please head over to the Forward Water website to your deep dive due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Take care, George. Hey, guys. This podcast is over. But don't forget to help your company by liking it or even leaving a comment. And then don't forget to help yourself by following us on Spotify, Google, Apple, or on your favorite podcast platform so you will never miss another one great Agora Gomez Small Cap Podcast.